The seed for this book was planted by an MMR vaccination. Not in the way you're probably thinking. It was nothing to do with the two decades and counting row over the evidence-free assertion that the MMR causes autism. It was a mundane appointment to receive the MMR at my GP's surgery. The GP's nurse delivered the slight scratch, as they call it, and asked if she could pick my brains about her adult son. It happens. Like most medical researchers, I am often asked medical questions. More often than not, they're in areas I know nothing about, and I have to explain that I'm a scientist, not a doctor. I may or may not be able to explain why a doctor told you to do something, but don't, whatever you do, mistake anything I say for medical advice. I usually end up falling back on my standard response, I think you should see a doctor about that. A nurse working in a GP surgery didn't need medical advice from me. She wanted to understand why her son, who had recently recovered from a lymphoma, had been advised against being vaccinated against yellow fever before travelling to South America. That was a question I was comfortable with. Most of my research has been on how our immune systems interact with the microbes they protect us against and how vaccines stack the deck in our favour. I was happy to pontificate about how a lymphoma, being a cancer of the lymphocyte cells that are key to the immune response, would have left her son with a weakened immune system. That mattered, because the yellow fever vaccine is a type called live attenuated. A strain of the yellow fever virus modified to be much weaker than the wild type circulating in nature. Challenging the immune system with an attenuated virus is a bit like sending a boxer into the ring with one hand tied behind his back. He'll be able to throw a couple of punches at the immune system, letting it know it's in a fight, but leaving no doubt about the outcome. As long as the vaccine strain is reasonably similar to the wild type, it triggers protection against the real thing. The catch is that the mildness of the infection depends on the immune system stamping it out while it's still mild. If her son's immune system was still reeling from lymphoma and chemotherapy, it might not be able to handle even the mild vaccine strain. To stay with the boxing analogy, her son's immune system might be going into the ring with both hands tied behind its back, unable to protect him from the one-punch vaccine strain. The nurse seemed happy with my explanation, and I was happy with my immunity to the three viruses in the MMR. But the nurse's question crystallised something I'd been thinking about for some time. I get asked a lot of questions about vaccines, mostly by people bamboozled by the accusations and counter-accusations that fly around whenever a vaccine finds its way into the media. It leaves many people struggling to sift evidence from rhetoric and unsure of what's best for themselves and their children. The things that worry the people asking me questions are rarely the things that worry the researchers and public health professionals who work on vaccines. Diseases caused by viruses and bacteria shape our society in ways we barely notice, or so I mused in those halcyon days before COVID-19 reshaped our lives. Few of us give much thought to the microbial reason why there's a sink next to every toilet. In Britain, 
as in most high-income countries, vaccinations against the most dangerous microbes nature throws at us are available for every child. And we have been so successful at banishing them that it's easy to forget why we need vaccines. That's what led to my first encounter with serious infectious disease. The year I was born, a long-simmering debate over whooping cough vaccination burst out of academic conferences and medical journals and into the Times and television news. Some doctors and scientists believed the vaccine was causing permanent brain damage in some of the children it was given to. Others saw no evidence that it was dangerous and were more worried about putting parents off the vaccine. The latter side would ultimately be proved correct, but that lay in the future. 